Hello, everyone. In this week's episode, I sit down and speak with my friend Audi Gozlan. Audi is now also my teacher, my yoga teacher. Audi has been practicing and teaching yoga for over 20 years, and he uniquely developed something called Kabbalah Yoga, where he uses yoga postures to express the Hebrew Aleph Bet. I was a little uh, tepid when I uh, signed up to go to his teacher's course. Can I do the yoga? Will it really be deep and connected to the Hebrew alphabet? But as you'll hear in our conversations, it more than lived up to the billing. Uh, I highly recommend checking out Audi's energy and work and sincerity and depth and clarity in Kabbalah Yoga on Instagram and his book, Kabbalah Yoga, on Amazon, with links below. So enjoy our conversation, and I look forward to being in touch with my newfound level of appreciation of yoga, Kabbalah, spirituality, mysticism, and breath and mind, and more importantly, in body. Enjoy. This podcast is presented by Rabbi Peretz Muchkin, speaking to the millennial generation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rabbi Parrots podcast. It's great to be here with my new friend, and I guess I'll call him mentor, uh, Audi Gozlan. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Parrots. Really happy to be here. Um, I just came off a teacher immersion from Audi on something called Kabbalah Yoga. Now, if I just said a yoga immersion, I think uh, people would be like, hey, it doesn't sound like parrots, but I would say it doesn't sound like parrots yet, because when you add Kabbalah to it and you give me uh, a dose of my own medicine and spirituality that I'm attracted to, uh, causes a whole new uh, wave of satisfaction with uh, getting in touch with the body. So I just first want to start off the podcast with thanking you, Audi, because that was a wonderful experience. I really appreciated going through that with you. I'm, you know, I'm so delighted that you you did this training. I, honestly, I saw you like an amazing uh, potential piece of clay, and now you're forming the clay into your 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 essence, into your true body, into your true soul, being in tune with the two, dancing with the two, and I think it's so amazing. You brought so much light to this immersion, and I'm extremely happy, and I'm looking forward to, to spending more time together practicing and learning and exploring the Hebrew letters. Thank you. Um, how's the, uh, beyond this immersion, what other things have you done this year uh, via Zoom, COVID? Like, how have you uh, presented your offering of Kabbalah Yoga this year? Yeah, so, so this year has been mostly the TV show that runs in Canada. Uh, we have a show called Kabbalah Yoga. And I was filming a season and it's, it's now on air and it's wonderful. It's all across Canada in the, in the show, actually in this particular last season, we did the entire sequence of the Hebrew letters as we did on Sunday and Monday in our emergency. Amazing. And on every show I invited a, a yoga teacher from a different background, whether it was Ashtanga or Hatha or Iyengar. And they came on the show as my guest and we practice together. We practice together on the show. And so this is, this is live. So this is what's been keeping me busy, reaching out in this way. And of course, um, you know, the, 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 the uh, classes that I give weekly uh, online, on, on Zoom, and sometimes on Instagram, this has been the big thing. I've also done a few uh, workshops tomorrow night wow. in Australia. Uh, amazing. I'm a class in Australia. And this is the amazing thing about this, uh, this Zoom business, you know? Yeah. 
Well, tell me this, uh, you perked, perked up, you're on TV in Canada, another reason to move to Canada. Um, <laughs> t- tell me, uh, what type of feedback do you get from those type of uh, experiences? You're exposing yourself in Kabbalah and Judaism and thought behind uh, personal practice to so many people. Anything interesting you could share, like what comes back to you? Oh, yeah. I mean, first of all, Tani, who was in our immersion and Diane, came to me through the TV show. Beautiful. So they've been following me and they practice with me regularly. Uh, I can tell you the feedback that I've been getting. And this is really, you know, what Kabbalah yoga, what distinguishes it from, from, from yoga. You know, it's, it's yoga, but it's, it's, it's another dimension to yoga. It's a yoga that you not only move your body, but you're also moving your inner body. And so the feedback that I get is, is, wow, you know, people love to sometimes just watch the show and not necessarily practice, but just watch it. And it's, it's, it's meditative, you know, and it's nice and it's comforting, you know? So I get a lot of feedback that way and people reaching out to me and I get visitors coming to practice with me in Montreal. And, uh, and, you know, in normal times I would be traveling and doing yoga conferences and offering Kabbalah yoga. And, uh, you know, thank God, you know, it's, it's being very well embraced. I mean, wow. it's wonderful. Well, I, uh, I'll just give you my feedback then. Um, I've always been a teacher of mysticism ever since I became a rabbi and spirituality. And I feel pretty confident about sharing with people and about my job and what I'm supposed to do. I feel very motivated by it. But I was feeling that there was a missing link. Like I wasn't quite bringing it fully into the body. Um, I think I spoke about bringing it into the body. I encouraged people with their practices to bring it in. But I think it's a missing part of, of, of like here we are standing and sitting during services, and now I can add layers of intention to that and multiple layers of meaning and turning the standing and sitting of prayer into a posture is a revelation to me. Uh, being able to now see the letters and their movement is a revelation to me, so much so that the other day I gave a class, the, a regular class that I give on spirituality, and I saw somebody in the class was very, very tense. And when I notice these things, usually I try to like ask them for a question. I try to intellectually, emotionally, you know, ease them. And this time around, I just said, hey, guys, can we take a break from the class? We're on Zoom. Let's stand up. Let's uh, let's let's do a posture that anyone can do and where you bring the wisdom into your mind and bring it down into your feet, into the ground. It's called the Vav posture, the connecting one. Let's, and it was uh, just a revelation for me to be able to do that. It felt natural. And I, and I don't like things that aren't authentic to myself. So after doing that work, I felt so natural and sharing something like that. And I'm super excited to you know, incorporate it into what I'm already doing. I think, I think it's amazing what you're doing. And I'm extremely happy. I think it's divine providence that we, we connected this way, especially that we have the same uh, ultimate mentor. You know, and I think it's so powerful. And I'll tell you something that what we're doing now with the movement of the body is not something that just came out uh, of, uh, of nowhere. You know, as you know, as well as I know, you know, we know this, that, that this is an ancient practice from thousands of years ago in the time of the temple. This is the way they, they used to move their body. They used to move into the lech lechas. That was the movement. You know, and and it's just incredible that that it does exist, and and you know to 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 see the Hebrew letters as 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 body, as breath and soul, is such a powerful thing. It's such a power. It's healing. You know, you're you're giving this wonderful uh, thought of the day in the next forty nine days, 
And, you know, the healing, right? The healing. Hebrew letters are healers. When you come into the letter, you're, you're, you're thinking of the, of the letter, not just the tadasana, uh, as we call it in yoga, where you stand in this stillness grounded to the earth, you know, with, with the vav infused in your standing pose, what you have is this alignment of all of your svibhat, of all of your energy channels. And you become like this channel that can physically and spiritually, like the vav, connect heaven to earth. And, you know, you become that, 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 that filter or that, that, that contraction that connects the two. So it's very powerful, you know, and what you're doing. And, you know, as a rabbi, really, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be your cheerleader. And I'm going to encourage Thank you because I think this is so wonderful for you at a personal level, at everyone's personal, but also at a level where you can connect to people at a, at a much deeper level, not just through the mind, but connect through the heart and the heart through the body. This is, this is what the world needs. And this is what we can share through the Hebrew letters. No question. Um, so I, I, you're, you're, I have a lot of curious questions. Like, like, how did you get into this? How did this begin? Is this something from your childhood? Like, how did you get on this journey of yoga, let alone essentially being, you know, a, a, a rabbi, a mentor, a teacher, a, a practitioner, all the things you are today? And uh, of course, I'm going to link up all of your incredible material uh, to the episode. But like, how did you get into this? How long has this been going on? You know what? It's 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 it started when I was about um, 13 years old. I had a friend named Yehuda. My Hebrew name is Yehuda. And we connected. He was living in India half the year. Mm. He had a guru there in, uh, in, 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 in Kulu, Valley of the Gods. He was living there. And they, had a, they had a guru there called Swamiji. That's how they called it. And so he was living there half the year because his mother was a, a student of the guru. And the family would travel there uh, for long periods of time. And so uh, way before uh, Zoom existed, he was able to do homework from long distance. Uh, and so when he would come, I was very curious because I was, I was also very close with him uh, at the time. And uh, he went through many challenges in life. But we were there and uh, he would come. He, would, he introduced to me uh, prana breathing. And so I learned my first technique of, of prana breathing. Uh, the system they follow also involves some, some forms of transcendental meditation. And so I was also learning transcendental meditation. And uh, it was you know, very deep for me. However, I, I still always had this resistance being, being an Orthodox Jew, you know, and I, and I, and I stick true to, to, to what I am. I feel very deeply connected to the Hebrew letters, to, to my tradition. You know, no matter where I am, but I, I always love to connect and to learn because everything we have in the world, especially in the world of yoga, are certainly tools for us. Tools like world countries, peoples, they they invented things. So there are tools that we can we can embrace. But uh, certainly it started over there and uh, and I started meditating on it. I started meditating on it. And I was learning with him Tanya, by the way. So I was learning Tanya. He was teaching me the breathing, and it, my whole thing started over there. And as I was getting older, you know, uh, meditation was a big thing. I wrote a book about twenty over twenty years ago called "The Gifts of Abraham." It was my first published book, and it's about the roots, the origins of of meditation, and it goes back to the time of Abraham, 
all the way to what it was according to the sages and according to the uh, teachings of Kabbalah. So this first seed that happened with my friend went into this direction of writing a book on meditation. And then I was teaching and I was traveling a lot, teaching meditation. I wasn't teaching movement. I wasn't teaching movement. I think it's a, it's, it's fascinating because, you know, I think in Hasidic circles, especially with the book you mentioned, the Tanya, which is essentially a central mystical book about elevation of self. There's so many times that it mentions about breath and breathing and harnessing the energy, but here you are, like our, our, our teachers aren't necessarily that, that gift of how to exactly do it isn't always apparent. And here you had a friend who, for an exchange, you're teaching mysticism. He's giving you back tools to actually incorporate what you're teaching. It's a, it's a beautiful, you know, uh, serendipitous divine providence type moment for you there. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's absolutely uh, incredible. It's exactly that. And, and, and our friendship became, you know, this became the glue of our friendship. And, um, and so, you know, this, it was meditation, but I, I, I'm a, I was always an active person before yoga. I was, uh, I was running, um, running, walking, uh, volleyball, you know, hockey. And, but I always felt the sacredness in the body. Always. Because I was meditating, I wrote a book on meditation. So I spent years understanding, connecting, connecting the concepts of Tanya and everything in, that I, I could grasp in Kabbalah and, and the teachings of Hasidut, you know, grasping and, and developing breathing through, through words. Uh, but one day, one day I was, I was, I started, got into yoga and, and I loved it day one. It was amazing. Uh, I was like this, I got hooked from day one and I'm practicing Ashtanga yoga for a long time and Bikram yoga. I love the hot yoga. Uh, and then one day we were doing the warrior two and I'm in my head, you have to understand I'm at that state where I'm meditating, teaching meditation, doing conferences, meditation. I was thinking meditation, move, you know, thinking of the, the body as the temple, but not yet. Can the body, what can the body do to truly be a temple? And so one day we're doing the warrior two and in the pose, I had that aha moment right over there doing the warrior two. And I see everyone's already in there down dog and they're already in the vav they're in another post and i'm still there you know like in a trance for like a moment and i saw the hebrew letter Aleph, and i understood it i understood it. and then as an artist as i you know you can see my home and you've seen some of my art that was the next seed which i started to draw the letters i was taking my wife and i karen we, she was taking lots of pictures and i was shaping the olive you should have seen the olive 20 years ago it was pretty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing all kinds of poses until, you know, and so I, I understood that I was getting it, but then I needed to train myself. I needed to train. And so I immersed myself in, in, in you know, in Hatha yoga for years. And I, I took a lot of uh, 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 John Friend, Anusara. And then at one point I was doing the Ashtanga for Mamish, like over 20 years being certified at many levels until I met my teacher, Shivare. They were all my teacher, but I would say she she was the one who, you know, who who let me put a mezuzah on her door, you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? and but because she wanted one, of course, I didn't insist, but she 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 made me understand that it was okay to to be out of the box in the practice of yoga. I mean, I know that you practice and you've practiced. You see, it's a very 
organized system in a way of the movement and yes yoga we go out of the box well i i'm interested in that because whatever i knew of yoga was was um was there was a certain stillness that 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 i thought was the core of it and then when i when i did your program it was wasn't the stillness is there for the mind primarily but the poses have tremendous amount of movement in them and and like I, I'm wondering, like how you got the confidence to sort of break free and do your own thing, and uh, and and I, I wondered whether people or not are like, oh, they give you slack for that or not. But like you're you're doing this 25 years, like consecutively, almost daily. Like I'm sure um, the confidence was built; it wasn't always there. Uh, what was that like? Uh, and I'm asking selfishly because uh, a lot of the way I'm being a rabbi in Chabad today is very different than some of my predecessors. And, uh, and, you know, and I, so I look for confidence from people who had to trailblaze a little bit. Uh, so, so I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. So, you know, for, for sure, it took a while to gain the confidence, you know, at first when I was doing this, people thought it was cute, hmm. you know, Oh, Hebrew letter. That's so cute. And yoga, a nice connection, you know? Right. Uh, and actually I started practicing from the beginning with my children. And all my children know how to do the alphabet in movement. My son, Tzemach, who's, who, who's a married man today and studying engineering at McGill, you know, he, he learned how to read Hebrew by moving his body into the Hebrew letters. That's that beautiful. Children. Mamish, he, he would not be able to sit down and read, and yet he's so smart. And, you know, thank God he's doing well. But he, would not, he didn't have the patience to read until I showed him how to do his name, Tzemach you know, David, and we did his name and, and, and then he started getting it. So, so it took a while. It went from like a nice idea. It's another painting of Audie Goslin. You uh, like the one. Yeah. Love that one. It's another, it's another creative thought, but, but the more I immersed myself in, in the books, the more it became a reality. And the more I was teaching, you know, when I finally had that break and I was teaching, you know, at first I had to, the, the moment through friends but then i started getting invited to yoga studios and to and to do workshops and to yoga uh, conferences i was so honored to be in texas and in new york and in toronto and in miami you know it was really it's really amazing uh, to have this opportunity yoga journal which is the one of major yoga magazine they, they wrote a beautiful piece you know at the back uh, of the magazine once about the body being the temple you know, uh, uh, they were quoting me on, on something that I was interviewed on. So, so it took a little while, but you know, uh, it, it has a reality. Kabbalah yoga has a reality because it is based on teachings that are thousands of years old. You know, I'm, I'm sharing, I'm the transmitter, you know, and, and uh, I would say that the, the, the wisdom I had was to was to say to, to people, was to say to the world that it's possible to also become the Hebrew letter. I think, I think that's, you know, that's the message. And, it, and, and the fact that we can write a Hebrew letter or a word in Hebrew or a prayer in Hebrew or read it directly from the sacred book is a holy thing because the eyes, windows of the soul takes it. Now become this letter in your body. So the intention is already there and the same intention is there as you're reading, but now it's inside of you and now you become. And so 
you know, it's a, it's such a holy thing. It's a great thing. It's a sacred thing. It took. Yeah, a- I, I I love I love the bridgingness. I really love the bridging yeah. of like your body, soul, breath. That's I think it's uh, it's even more important the fact that it wasn't available in Jewish practices. And like as much as like people who are yoga like the added layer. There's even a, I'm sure, like, what did, what was it like bringing it to the Jewish world? Like, what were your people uh, in the Hasidic circles that you're living in? What were they saying about it? I'm sure they also started saying it was cute. And eventually you got a, you know, you got me. So I'm saying, like, like how did that happen? How did you bridge that gap? It, you know, it, it was challenging with them. Certainly challenging. And it still is challenging because, you know, they have their perspective. They have their understanding. Uh, and then there is the understanding. I actually learned about it. I wrote a book on the subject. You know, I spent years thinking about it and experiencing it in my body and and in my mind. You know, so I, I definitely it's challenging. It was easier to be received in the non-Jewish world. It was received. That's why the TV show came in. That's why I was able to get a uh, a book contract. You know, and publish Kabbalah Yoga. You know, because they saw the wisdom, the Jewish people saw the wisdom, uh, but it took a little while. They wanted to make sure, I guess, that it was okay with their non-Jewish friends <laughs> before they can abort. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, I have I have a mentor. He passed away, Rabbi Greenglass. I don't know if you remember him or heard of his name. He, he was a Kabbalist, a true Kabbalist, you know, really a mystical guy. And so uh, one day I'm sitting with him and, and we're talking. I used to talk to him about Kabbalah yoga all the time. Okay. And he's looking at the material and then he's telling me, you know, it's really important that you become uh, friends at first with the teachers. And especially when they're not Jewish, he says, be friends, let, let them see what you're doing because they're going to get it. And if they get it, then you're going to see all the Jewish people are going to like what you're doing. And right. Like, Beautiful. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I, I had that experience. All the things you're describing was, was very profound. When I went in, I think I was a little skeptical. And I also was like, why am I devoting all this time to it? But I'm uh, very glad I did. And uh, it came with a huge bonus. Uh, your wife led us every morning with a meditation and a stretching. And uh, I got to say, she's, uh, she's uh, par excellence. She was fantastic. Every, every element of the experience. Um, and seeing you guys on a team, it felt so natural, like the Jewish home was expressing some of its secrets out to the world. Uh, and, and it was very moving to to see you guys as a couple do that. And it was a surprise. I had no idea she'd be involved. Uh, you know, it was like, here's the teacher going to teach yoga. And the first morning, it's uh, starting at 9 East Coast time and it's 6 a.m. and I'm on the mat. And like that, I'm like, oh, we're not doing mat yet. You know, uh, uh, Mrs. Gozlan is going to first lead you. Karen's going to lead you in a meditation and take you to where you need to go for the day. I'm like, you know, that was fantastic. That's right. And that's after giving breakfast to the kids and getting them ready for school. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. The power of the Jewish woman. (laughs) That she's a yogi. She was a yogi way before me, Karen. Wow. You know, she was my first time. She was bugging me to do yoga for years. And and I, I didn't give it a chance until one day I said, okay, fine. And I went to her teacher. And that started changing. So she had it in her. I had the meditation. She had the movement. You know, it's interesting. People ask me why I call it Kabbalah Yoga. You want to know the real secret? I want to know. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> 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 stands for Karen Bracha Luna. Oh, you got to love that. Yoga is Yehuda Udi Goslan. 
Kabbalah yoga. Can't make that up. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, you know, so it's there. So, so you know, it's really it's the sun and the moon. And I'll tell you, practice yoga with your wife. Practice yoga with your partner. I mean, yoga, like Kabbalah yoga, uh, especially because you're going to embrace the soul, not just the goof, not just the body. I, I was uh, was six a.m. a couple days ago. I was uh, like uh, down on the mat, doing some moves, getting it going. And I didn't, I was very immersed and I turned around and there was my wife on another mat doing it. So here we go. We're already, we're already, she feels invited. She feels inclusive. And I think that's because you guys made it feel that way as a couple doing it. And a um, huge part of it, like, I'm not sure if it's better to keep it a surprise or to let people know, but uh, either way, um, where's your, where's Kabbalah Yoga going from here? What's the next stage uh, for, for these teacher trainings and for the bringing out the wisdom? Because I'm sure there's a lot of trial and error when you're doing something this new, trying to integrate it into a practice that is so widely, you know, practiced already in America and in Canada and all over the world. And now you're trying to, it feels like, oh, he's trying to just take new agey things. And I think it's a little clear from what you're saying and very clear in your book that there's nothing new agey about the the connection between the letters and the postures and the breath. It's it's It feels totally natural. It's totally elevated my concentration and prayer now. I have like a whole nother layer I want to think about and bringing in into my reality. And I'm already a thinker when it comes to prayer. I'm thinking deeply about like how it makes sense. So, uh, so what's, what comes next? What could we, what, what, what should we look out for? You know, we're now we're, 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 we're entering into a period where we're going to be forming teachers and I'm hoping and looking forward to, to the teachers, to the rabbis, to Rabbi Peretz, to, to teach and to offer uh, you know, you know, the Kabbalah yoga doesn't necessarily come and replace your practice of yoga. I believe it's going to bring you to another dimension to what your body already knows by discovering the soul in the practice of your physical movement. And so I, my, my goal is, is to really bring this out. I, I believe it's, it's a strong practice, a physically strong practice and a spiritually uh, very uh, deeply embraced practice. There's a lot of material. There's a lot of wisdom to absorb. And it's a great thing for everyone to share wherever you are in the world. My, my, before COVID, you know, we were doing workshops all over. And I hope that we're going to come back on track and we're going to be able to travel and, and to, to share and to be with, 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 with everyone bringing, bringing this, this, this gift. So, I love it. so this is what I'm looking forward to. I'm also you know, uh, uh, looking forward to do more, more uh, shows on TV if I'm giving that opportunity. And it's a good vehicle. It's a great vehicle. It's it's really reaching out to to a lot of people. It's just been syndicated in the USA. I'll have to let you know where it's available in the USA. Looking forward to it. Yeah, they just did it. I don't know if it started airing yet, but it's it's interesting. It's interesting that the world is open to 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 this to this uh, wisdom. You know, Kabbalah and certainly Kabbalah yoga is is very universal. You know, and and it's such a way to to connect to to all of us together, really at a level that is so deep and so so authentic, you know. And I'm really looking forward to that. Well, the body is definitely the gateway to the soul in our generation. I think previous generations, the soul was inspirational enough, but we're in this like future state of mind where you know our bodies mean everything because it's all we know. And finding the soul and seeing the lens from that way is difficult. And uh, in the teachings that 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 I try to share, it's you know I call it messianic teachings, not because 
you know, I'm waiting for something, but because I want to live in a state where, where things flow and that state is going to have a body, so that body's got to be elevated and very much it's, it's where it fits in. And I, and I, and I, and I'll add to that, that for me personally, um, I think there's some awkwardness in the fact that I don't know any, any rabbis like me in the, in the Chabad world who are doing this, but I would venture to say that, you know, like anything in life, uh, taking your learning, your practices, your your risks and vulnerabilities, and and trying to take on a new level has its own healing properties. It has its own releasing factor, and uh, it's uh, it's not in the last week and a half that that we've done this. I just feel like a tremendous amount of emotions that have been being released just by by what the body holds on to. You know, modern psychology is all about the body holding on to and keeping the score of your emotions. And this was such a natural way using this wisdom to that I already know, but now using it to push it out of my body in a positive way. Absolutely. So thank you for that. I, I, I'm, I'm so appreciative. And I think, uh, I think you're going to be an example. You're, you, you're, you're like the nation that took the dive in the, in the ocean and then the sea split. You know what I mean? You're, you're a young uh, inspiring rabbi that has an amazing future ahead of you and you've just uh, opened in inside of yourself a whole new dimension that a lot of people are fearful and you know we know fear is is because of the unknown but you took that dive and now you're in it and so the joy and and the and the and the success that they're going to see in you is going to be an inspiring uh, way for many other rabbis hopefully to follow your path and i think it's a tool that all rabbis should, should be using because our generation is about the body. The messianic generation is about the body. The soul is and was, but today it's about seeing the soul movement of the physical body. This is Messiah. This is where we're going. That's where we're going. I love it. Well, I just want to thank you for coming on and, uh, and sort of helping me share the experience that I had with you. And I hope people will check out on uh, Instagram. It's wonderful. Kabbalah Yoga with one B and uh, the book Kabbalah Yoga on Amazon also with one B. Uh, I like that little marketing ploy. It works perfectly. Uh, and, uh, and I'll, of course I'll, uh, <laughs> and I'll link, I'll link it to the, I'll link it below as well. And uh, yeah, you come on anytime and uh, look forward to uh, doing more learning and uh, movement with you and sharing uh, what I've learned with others. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me. How's your audio? Shalom. Shem Tarit, Ali Adi.